it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. But here we are, the hardcore summer and Everyman King summer. I'll be bringing that back. If you don't know what the Everyman King is, I can only speak for myself. I live on a lake. I've got an 18-foot boat. It's my boat. I paid for it. I enjoy it. When I'm sitting on the back, on the sun pad, on the stern, the beverage in hand, the cigar in hand, and I'm watching the kids swim, I feel like an everyman king. No, I'm not super rich. It's not a yacht. I don't have a captain. I don't have a private jet. I don't have a mansion. A pretty basic lake house in a pretty basic suburb. I got my truck. I got my boat. But those things bring me joy. And sitting on my little lake, on my little boat, makes me feel like a king. An everyman king. So whatever brings you joy, your motorcycle, your vintage car, whatever you got that you you worked hard to pay for. It's like I got a friend who's got this Super Snake Mustang. Badass Mustang. Keeps it in his garage. Got his beer fridge there. Sometimes he just likes to have a beer and look at his car. Everyman king. That's who I am. I feel like an everyman king. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. So much to get to. So much to get to. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to be rolling out some details. I was on an off-the-record call this weekend with the Speaker of the House to talk about the debt deal. And we got a lot of information, a lot of information. Some of it you're going to uh, go, wow. Some of it you might not believe. Because right now you've got a handful of Republicans that are saying, no way, no how. And not random Republicans, guys like Chip Roy. So as I roll out some of these um, some of these things that were spoken, you know, off the record, like I said, it might give you some perspective. And I was honored. Not only did I did I participate in the call, I actually got to ask a question. And uh, if uh, if uh, all goes well, we will have the Speaker of the House on this program to tell you uh, what's in this debt limit deal in his own words. And a lot of it sounded really good. Not a penny cut from defense. Seems like what was cut was all things that I mean, Democrats wanted tax increases. They didn't get them. They wanted increases to discretionary spending. They didn't get them. From the looks of it, the Speaker got the work requirements in there, caps on spending, a return to 2022 levels, an actual cut. So we'll go over some of this stuff. Wyantic 695 Patriot 9572874. I saw over the weekend there was a rash of shootings. And in Florida, Hollywood Beach, Florida, a man opened fire, teenager opened fire, uh, obviously, you're not going to be seeing uh, the, uh, the we, we know that if the uh, the demographics of a shooter are inconvenient, the media doesn't like to run with the story. But they're saying now this happened because Ron DeSantis signed permitless carry. I don't know. It seems like as the facts of the story come out, uh, it doesn't seem like this had anything to do with permitless carry. I'm going to go out on the limb and say this individual wasn't legal to have a gun at all. And permitless carry wouldn't have made uh, the difference here. Now, I know a thing or two about Hollywood Beach, Florida. I was born there, spent every vacation there as a child. As a matter of fact, uh, of the limited time I had off in college when I was working two jobs, that's where I went. 
If I had some downtime, took my family there more than once. It was always a very sleepy, sleepy beach town that was mostly populated by Canadian snowbirds. And there was a little bit of a seedy element there, but uh, not the type that would just open fire on the boardwalk. And really, it's a very chill place to go. The Hollywood Beach Police Department, Hollywood Police Department, you're allowed to drink on the beach so long as you're, what you're drinking out of is plastic or a can. You just can't bring a bottle. As a matter of fact, they have people that sell uh, hollowed-out pineapples full of rum on the boardwalk. We can walk up and down the boardwalk with a drink in your hand, and as long as you're not, you know, acting the fool, the police will leave you alone. But it seems like over the years uh, there might have been some changes, let's just say. Some of them very good. Um, the uh, seedier part of the boardwalk was a place called Johnson Street, which was bought out by Margaritaville. Now, you can argue up and down that Margaritaville changed the, you know, the sort of sleepy beach town, you know, je ne sais quoi of it. It's, uh, that could be argued. But it was always a very nice place. Actually, you know what it was famous for. You ever seen the movie Porky's back in the day? The uh, phone call? I can't say it, but it was Michael Hunt they were looking for, that scene. Actually, you could see my grandparents' condo in the background of that scene. That bar was right next door to their their condo. It was never the kind of place where there would be a quote-unquote mass shooting, but because it was random, two groups of men, young men, excuse me, I'm making air fingers quote, got into a fight on the boardwalk, and one of them pulled the gun and started shooting. They want to say that's a mass shooting like it was coordinated, like an attack on a school or a shopping mall or something of that nature, and it wasn't. But I could tell you, permitless carry or permitted carry wasn't going to make a difference here. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. So who's ready for Pride Month, right? Pride Month. Not Pride Day, not Pride Week. We just had Memorial Day. 24 hours. 24 hours to remember all of the people that have fallen in battle for this nation, going all the way back to the Revolutionary War. That gets 24 hours, not even. Pride, quote-unquote, gets an entire month, which it feels like it's all year long now. And because some of you have had enough and said, you know what, I'll drink another light beer or I'll shop at another big box store, now you're a terrorist. If you weren't shopping in Target, you're a terrorist. Here's someone named Professor Justin Wolfers on MSNBC. Toy target boycotts are literally terrorism. Cut seven. When Target caves into this, then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation, you get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally Terrorism, creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to sell the things you want and not sell the things you don't. You literally got one guy on a cell phone video asking someone that works there about the pride display. You know, you would have to forget everything you know about the riots of 2020 to buy into this garbage. We're watching as stores are being looted 
daily in California. People go in with garbage bags, duffel bags, into Walgreens, TJ Maxx, Target, whatever it is, and they take whatever they want. This is economic terror. Because you know what it is? For a long, long time, for a long, long time, when conservatives tried to boycott something and it didn't work, you would have people, hey, 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 your boycotts don't work. You're not as popular. You're not as powerful as you think you are. And now it seems like conservatives got their mojo here. And I'll be honest with you, without even trying, conservatives are winning here with theirs. They'll tell you, I, I don't know what umbrella organization. There's the NAACP is trying to lead a boycott of Florida. Is it working? I doubt it. Same for the human rights campaign and Glesson and Glad and all these other groups. They're trying to lead this boycott, this economic, no one's calling it economic terrorism, but this boycott of Florida. I have a feeling as the summer travel months come along, people, black people, gay people, gay black people are going to Florida because Florida's pretty gay and pretty diverse. But you don't have any major organizations that are coordinating a boycott of Target or now Kohl's or the North Face or Bud Light or anything for that matter. These in-your-face, finger-in-the-eye campaigns are just turning people off. But now it's economic terrorism. If you don't support... See, it's there's a cycle. There's a call for tolerance, acceptance, but then there's a demand of celebration and even participation. If you're not participating in pride, if you are not kneeling, before the altar of pride, you're a terrorist, bigot, and a terrible, awful person. What do you mean compromise your values? You don't have any values. You have the values that we tell you to have, and that's it. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. Conservatives are winning here without even trying. And I'll tell you this. We all have our ankle biters in this business. We've all got our fist eaters. We've all got our window lickers. Inevitably, if a a, a, a boycott fails, oh, oh, Andrews, I guess you're not as popular as you, you thought you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one's listening to your radio show. Yeah, you're this nobody guy. Blah 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 blah. Well, if this is if that's the case, right? If conservative media is just out there on some fringe, you got some kooky radio hosts. You know, with a couple of big names, you know, Hannity, Levin, oh, okay. But, the, you know, the rest of you guys, you just, you just these little, you know, little, little, uh, you know, you know, flea flicker radio shows. Well, then why is this happening? If all the people that you say are in conservative media are not at all influential, not in the culture, right? Not in the culture. And we're going to get into this thing about the Little Mermaid in a second. Not in the culture then that means that people who don't consume a steady diet of conservative media are the people being turned off by this. That should actually be more worrisome. These, If you're going to say that conservative media is not influential, but this is all happening, and this thing with Bud, Bud Light, is there's, there's no recovery in sight. They're given, they can't even give it away. Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev is trying to give away Bud Light. And people aren't taking a free beer. That's, that's, I mean, I used to joke around, someone says, what's your favorite beer? The free one. 
Hey, what's your favorite beer? Eh, the free one. The one you're buying me. Whatever that is. Bud Light can't give away Bud Light before it expires. There's no recovery coming anytime soon. So it's working because it seems like it's not just crazy kook fringe conservatives. It seems like people who may not be political, who may not consume conservative media, are out there saying, yeah, you know, I'll pass on the Bud Light. Yeah, but you know, I could always go to another big box store and we'll see what happens with Kohl's. Because Kohl's is next up. Now the new term is Bud Lighting. You want to Bud Light yourself? All right, fine. I'll find another big box store. I'll order from a small retailer online. These corporations think they've got you boxed in. And it's a game they played decades ago called predatory pricing. Something spearheaded by Walmart, by the way. That when a Walmart would come in to a small town that had a Main Street USA of mom and pop stores, the sporting goods store over here, the houseware store over there, whatever it is, a lawn and garden store, they would drop their prices so low for a short period of time that would run their competition out then they would raise their prices back to market value. A lot of these businesses like Target and Kohl's and these, these behemoth chains that survive the purge of online retail think, ha, well, we got you. Where else are you going to go? Trust me. You keep this up, we'll find somewhere else to go. Winesick 695 Patriot 957 Let me take the break. We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.